So welcome again to the Coffee and Convos podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa, and I am here at Altrea Coffee with Brian, Brian Baez and Danielle Riggins. And they actually own the coffee shop, and this is the first time on this podcast and platform that we actually get to have a conversation with coffee shop owners, which I'm so excited about because they know all the things about coffee, and I love coffee, and I know you guys love coffee, so let's get into it. Thank you guys so much for being here, by the way. I'm so excited. Thank you for the hospitality, and I truly love the space, and congratulations on your first month of your soft opening. I'm Thank so you. excited. Thanks. I truly love like every little detail. Like Every time I come here, like something new <laughs> is added. I think it's so cool. So I'd love to get a quick story from each of you about who you are and what you do. Cool. I don't know who wants to go first. You want to go first? All right. Um, well, my name is Danielle, and I have been in San Diego 15 years, and I came here from the Chicago area, and um, I kind of knew, I always wanted to move to California to live the dream, you know, and I always wanted to do um, like a coffee shop or a restaurant or something, so I just moved here, and I didn't go to college, and I started working in the coffee industry, and then uh, I spent a lot of time traveling, too, in my early 20s. Um, and then essentially I just got um, really involved with the coffee industry here about 12 years ago. And I worked with roasters, I worked with um, cafes, front of house, back of house, and then um, spent all my off time going to other coffee shops and um, seeing what they were doing. And then when I started traveling the world, I did the same thing and going to coffee farms and different things like that. It just kind of became like a passion and obsession. And, and then here I am now 12 years later, actually living in the dream that I set out when I was like, I think 12 years old to own a coffee shop. So. Wow, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, such a full circle moment. Totally. I'm so excited. Thank <laughs> you. So um, uh, my name is Brian. Um, I, uh, Southern California, born and raised. Um, I've always been passionate. Um, I don't know, just passionate and driven towards, towards doing cool things. Um, mm -hmm. I've been in uh, the construction field, like a building contractor, for 30 years. Cool. And um, four years ago, um, a dream of mine, I've been a rock climber for 27, over 27 years. And um, there was a dream of mine to open up an indoor rock climbing gym, which I succeeded that goal, which is great. Amazing. Um, and then stepped away to do just went back into the construction field um just due to some really cool projects that i really wanted to get involved in and um danielle and i met um somewhere about seven years ago and i just was really attracted to her passion because i'm a very passionate person and i was really attracted to that so um always been a coffee drinker but um just just um, really just wanted to do was always goal oriented as far as to be driven towards cool projects like Altrea. Um, so the opportunity came up and, and Danielle and I had, had been talking about it for years and we kind of just went for it, you know, and here we are. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And um, for those who don't know, what does Altrea mean? So Altrea means um, like onward in your journey. And it came from, I was reading this book called The Camino. 
and people walked the Camino del Santiago in Spain, and uh, the old monks used to pass each other on the trail and say, I'll trade to each other, meaning like, I see you onward on your journey. And I was like, wow, that's the coolest thing I ever heard. And then I shared that with Brian. And um, it's kind of like, so the destination here, the whole point of the coffee shop is like, wherever you are on your journey in life, um, like hopefully we can say, you know, like journey onward to people coming in and out every day. I love that. I, I, I think what I love the most about this is that you create such an inclusive space to support people on their journey. And that's something I'm passionate about because on this platform, it's all about sharing other people's stories. And I know in your bio that you sent me, Danielle, you were like, everyone has something special to share. And here you are cultivating that space for everyone. And I think that's amazing because even though there's such like there's so many different coffee shops in San Diego. Sometimes, at least personally, they don't always hit the mark in that. You know, it's either they always focus on just the aesthetics, they only focused on the quality of coffee, and not they don't always focus on the community, which I always think should come first. And I think you both, just talking about your passions now, really embody that. And I'd love for you to just share just like your perspective and what you want Altrea to be for people who come to visit. Well, like, like um, I said, as mm -hmm. far as a passion, um, being a, I was a rock climbing guide for many years and, and teaching people to climb and seeing them when I would see students eventually go out on their own, that um, has a lot, I, or I put a lot of that into Altrea. Mm -hmm. You know, seeing people come in and like experience, like having an experience versus just coming in for great coffee or coming in just to, for the aesthetics of, oh, I'm just gonna come and study, but to come in and have that great experience with great coffee and then take that on their journey as is maybe they when they came in here and studied or they came in here and just had a great thought of something maybe hopefully the space and the experience here inspires them to to do something great in their journey yeah I love that did you have anything you wanted to add Danielle yeah I think I think people who come to coffee shops like they look back and there's like oh, I have the glory days of this coffee shop like I used to hang out at this coffee shop with all my friends and those were like the good old days and I remember when I first moved to San Diego um, I used to go to Lestat's like late at night and um, then that's why I got a job at the living room in Point Loma it was like I hung out with all my friends they have such good memories um, of just hanging out there's nothing really special about those places that stood out except for that time so I hope in hopes of that we create that community where people look back and it's like oh I remember when we used to meet at Altrea and that the, we were treated well we knew the staff um and we met people coming in because my last job is where I met Brian at and we had a whole crew of people that we pretty much everyone in OB knew us we loved hanging out and everyone was welcome to hang out with us and um it was all because of the community created at the coffee shop it wasn't like at a bar at you know uh, school or whatever it was like very organic and I think that's like super unique it has to be organic or it will feel forced you know and yeah. I love that you mentioned organic because like, even before we got on mic you were talking about how your your business partnership and just like you know creating Altria has been such an organic experience mm -hmm. for you to the point where 
like, yes, you've been open for a month and you're just kind of going with the flow to see like what you can add to it. And like I mentioned earlier, like it's great seeing just like little touches and details being added. It's not like you didn't wait for that perfect moment. You just kind of were like, you know what, this is it. And we're really excited to bring the space and like have everyone else kind of like see the growth of it. I'd love to just like hear more about like that. I don't even know where I'm going. I'm just like, my, my mind is running like a million miles an hour right now, but because of the coffee. But I love how organic you are and you guys are so genuine and so welcoming and I do feel like family when I come here. I'm just like, oh, I'm going all tray again, you know? So I really love that you create that atmosphere and you are very just welcoming. And you do create such a unique experience, not only with the space itself, but with your drinks. And I know that's one of your specialties, Danielle. Like, let's, I would love to hear more about that too. Yeah, I think, I think um, there's a few ways you can go in the coffee industry where you can like completely go for the scientific level, go get your, like basically your, barista degree you know go through barista boot camp and uh, weigh everything out and be an amazing barista in that sense or you can be an organic barista that's why I call myself like coffee whisperer is like be one with the coffee Um, and that's just kind of the way or you can go in like back of the house or roasting which are all like every part of being in the coffee industry is amazing for me um, creativity I can't be confined to like every single detail of coffee like I want to like feel what I'm doing so the creativity that's where it comes in is like I um, see from traveling like all these ingredients that like have the same flavor notes that would go well with coffee or maybe they don't or how can I make them come together Um, and does it taste good do people like it what are the health benefits of it Um, you know coffee doesn't just have to be these parameters of lattes cappuccinos and coffee and if that's what you like that's amazing too but like life's supposed to be fun so let's like make fun drinks that are also healthy um so that's kind of where that comes in and and just by doing that again it's like they just things that just kind of come to me like I love sage and I'm like sage smells so good it's a cleanser it's all these things I cooked with sage what would sage taste like as a simple syrup you know and then just trying it out and then adding vanilla to it or whatever you know and then it doesn't matter if I like it do other people like it testing it out cool and if they don't then you move on to the next thing so um, it's just again like a very organic thing that I don't know come into my mind and like let's just try it and it doesn't have to fit into the parameters of what everybody else is doing because exactly that's what everyone else is doing so Mm -hmm. let's stand out a little bit you know and not be afraid to be different so. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they actually serve, uh, what, what do you call it? Coco Nassara? Coco Nassara. Nassara is a um, little tiny beach town in Costa Rica. Um, yep. So it's just kind of like anywhere tropical you go, there's coconuts, right? Well, yeah. it's sometimes hard in those little towns to run ice machines because they don't have like the power or different things. So you can't really get ice drinks all the time or you're not supposed to drink the ice, right? So it's like, how can I get iced coffee? Well, let's put it in a cold coconut try it out and like oh my gosh it's the best thing I've ever had you know so kind of that's kind of how things like happen for me I love it and that's like one of my favorite drinks here and as she was talking about the sage latte I was like I have one right next to me and it's so good um and Brian I'd love to talk to you about how you add your own personal touches to this space because you do a lot of woodworking yeah I think that started out well like I said Mm. with seeing going and gathering with all my fr- my rock climbing friends we would go to where daniel where i met her 
and we'd see we were back there just slaying it. And it, I remember too, there was times when if I went in there and she wasn't in there, I'd be like, I'd still get a drink, but it wasn't the same. You know, even though the drink was good, it wasn't as good as when, because it's almost like you could put a, um, your barista in the same category as like your hairstylist. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like, you only want that person cutting your hair or styling your hair. And it, she was like family, you know, Danielle, we just really hit it off and she, like the whole crew and everything. So um, then it would become, then when she found out kind of my background of basically, I just good at and, and fixing stuff and building stuff. That's um, cool. There was times she would, you know, we exchanged numbers finally and she would be like, call me up and she always called me B. B. This thing's broken. Can you come and fix it? And I would rush down there after I got off work and fix it. And then she'd be like, hey, while you're here, what do you think about building this and this? Oh, sure. And it, 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 and it turned into a thing like I, like, like I would always, anytime Danielle would call me, I'd like, yep, got to go down there and help her out. And it was cool because then it, she, she would bring me back there and like show me how she would actually do stuff to make these wonderful drinks she would make and everything. And I was like super fascinated by it. So, um, then, um, when, um, like four years ago, I met that goal of opening up an indoor rock climbing gym. We talked about doing like, she wanted to, we were going to do a coffee cart in there, but I think at that time she was moved into doing another location. So it just, it didn't, what timing wasn't right. So, but we, it, I it kept it there, I kept it there. And when I would see her and I'd see her, it was like, I just saw that passion in her every time. And um, then the opportunity came up and um, you know, it was like, it was like pretty much one phone call or one text. And you know, we just, it just kind of really organically and actually qu very quickly really quickly happened, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think I think our backgrounds really complement each other because um, she she has this really good eye and passion for like seeing the success in a business without the greed and stuff that sometimes goes along with business and um, and and I really was attracted to um, the drinks she was just explaining, you know, um, to kind of go off of that. There's there's a thing I learned in. Um, probably through my climbing experiences, there's no, there would never be success without what? Failure. So that goes really good with making drinks. And I'm sure she's made a lot of horrible drinks. I mean, chefs, totally. that probably goes, imagine being like a, never. these top chefs. They probably made some horrible dishes, you know, but that's the way you make these wonderful things. Like Coco Nassara, she was just in a, in Costa Rica going, man, I really want a coffee. I want something cold. And boom and it just like you know that was probably a great thing because it was like a one-time deal but some of her other drinks she's we were just like last week trying some stuff and we're like no this doesn't work and then we made this drink and it was like oh my god this is wonderful um and then she she basically put this kind of lit a fire under my butt so to say with but with passion driven and I was like she's like hey if you want you know if you think of any drinks do it and so I thought about kind of our whole kind of our like our brand and kind of what Altrea means to both of us and I was like hmm with my climbing background so there's this thing in climbing um I've done a lot of mountaineering style climbing I've done uh four peaks that are over uh 13,000 feet and there's this thing called there's this thing you get um on a climb where it's called summit fever and it's a, it's a it's a thing where you you're just super tired 
it's the end of the day, you're losing light, and all of a sudden you'll get this, what's called the alpine glow, and you get this glow, and you, it's this energy that hits you, and it's, it's called summit fever, where you're just like, all of a sudden you just get this adrenaline rush, and, and it's like nothing else matters but to get to the summit, so I started to play off of that, and um, so I started doing some research on books and stuff, and I'm like, hmm, what can I do to make a really cool drink that would be kind of go along with this summit fever? So I started doing some research on honey and there's this honey called Tipolo honey, which is kind of the rarest. It's kind of a rare sought after honey. It only, it comes from the Tipolo tree, which grows only in the Southern Florida on the banks of Southern Florida. And it's an amazing honey. So I took that and I love cold brew via Danielle because I never really I always had like cold coffee drinks and eh, it's okay but she was making this cold brew that just changed my life and so I'm like so I want cold brew okay it's gonna be Tipolo honey I took the cold brew and then another thing um, that Danielle introduced me to is macadamia nut milk and I had never tried that alternative milk and when we first came in before we opened Altrea she's like hey I got this cool latte that I'm going to make. It's a macadamia milk latte. So she busts one out and I was like, my, I was like blown away. I'd never tried milk like that. So, so right away I'm like, this drink's got to have macadamia nut milk. So, so I took, took that, took the, uh, Tipolo honey. We make a kind of a quick little simple syrup, add the macadamia nut milk, cold brew, which I love. And then we do, um, macadamia nut milk ice cubes on the top. And a little bit of Tipolo honey on the, on the top, and it's the most amazing drink I've ever had, yeah. That is so cool. See, just, just hearing that and how you took an experience, and, like, I've never climbed any rocks before <laughs> or done any, like, rock climbing. Um, but it sounds amazing, and I want to go, like, indoor rock climbing one day. But just hearing your experience and how you took that and in, in interpret, interpreted it into a drink, that is so cool. And I think that's what makes you two like great partners is that you guys push each other and mm -hmm. you guys really do create this unique experience again. Like how, how did you get to this point? Cause I feel like when it comes to partnerships, I think it's, it's really hard to find like someone you mesh well with and like want to take, like sometimes you're like, Oh, Hey, like we could do this like project together. And then sometimes it just doesn't really work through. Like, how, how did you guys come to that moment that you're just like, we need to work together? I think it happened really organically because I was pretty locked into the job I was doing. But um, I, I quit my job and Brian was like, heard about it and was like, hey, if you want to open a coffee shop. And I was like, yeah, maybe. I, I really was exhausted, didn't want to look for a space. And like, I knew he could do the build out. <laughs> But Jim from College Area Business District was like, I got a perfect spot for you if you want to look. So Brian and I came and looked at it. And it just seemed natural because we've always gotten along. Like I said, I would call him up, do projects. Um, I, you know, no friends of friends of Brian that, and when I said, hey, what do you think about me working with Brian? And everyone is like, absolutely, he's awesome. Um, so it's not like we had a longstanding, like really like intimate friendship. It was more of just like, hey, what's up? We're buddies. But um, yeah, well, more mutual friends. Mutual friends, mutual yeah. Friends that like close friends that are mutual, but we, we really didn't hang out much. Yeah, together, but what know? what's working for us in getting to, we're getting to know each other as we do this is like communication and like I over communicate all the time. Like 
I probably drive him crazy because I'm like, hey, like. Because everybody in business, if anybody knows in business, especially with a partnership business, Daniel and I are married now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and we both have worked with close partnerships that kind of, not that they're, they went horribly wrong, but we learned a lot from on, on like not on our end, but on our end being like the loyal people, but like learning how to stand up for ourselves and um, in business and like being able to come together, being like, hey, like this is the experience I had, this experience I had and coming together, like we don't want these things to happen. Let's make sure they don't by communicating and like um, that's so important because I don't think people do that. And being honest with each other, like, hey, like if this is coming up, like, um, hey, I need to take time or space or all these things and like, then you don't get resentful towards your, your business partner and you, you're like, well, we're all human beings. Everyone needs A through Z when it comes to like, you own a business, you have a family, you are just trying to live and like, what comes first is like self-care. And if, if I don't have self-care and Brian doesn't have self-care, then we can't care for our, our baby, our business. And then that will translate into our customers and everything. So it's like, we're super into self-care. Like, oh, what did you do on your day off today? You went out climbing? Awesome. I know that that's healthy for Brian, you know, or I went and, you know, did what I did and that's healthy for me. So. I love that. <laughs> Have you guys gone through any challenges together as business partners so far? Well, I challenge Brian on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impatient sometimes. Yeah. You know, because you take somebody with 15 years experience and somebody with zero, um, that's very challenging. That's right off the bat, very challenging. So and you're talking about the coffee industry. Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's see, right. Because you, you haven't worked in coffee at all. No. Right. But she has. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's one thing I'm very, very grateful for. Cause I mean, that probably is kind of rare for somebody to to in any sort of business to take on an endeavor with somebody with no experience in whatever it might be. Um, so I feel very grateful for that in her to, to be like, okay, I'll do this with you. Cause I would think most people would be like, well, you don't know anything about coffee, you know, I'm not going to do it, but I would, I feel pr proud and grateful that she saw that she sees that in me. So, but it's, it's challenging. Yeah. It's challenging every day because she's a good teacher and she's got a lot of knowledge and plus she's, <laughs> I love, we actually brainstorm good together sometimes because she's, she's. Like just the other day, we thought of a new thing we we're going to be doing um, kind of for these summer months. And it was so great. We were just like, when we did it, we got so pumped. And then we definitely got to catch ourselves so we don't drink too much caffeine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we laugh a lot too, like yeah. at each other. Like we, um, it's important to not be too personal with your business partner, but to also have a friendship with them. And like uh, Brian, uh, like took took myself and my girlfriend out rock climbing and like um and outside of work and that was like team building because I can tell Brian all I want in here how to do stuff but mm -hmm. like I, when it comes to like rock climbing I'm gonna fall down on the ground and hurt myself or I listen to what Brian's gonna tell me and I feel safe and whatever so it was a really good actually um like team building experience to to like learn from Brian and, and trust him like that. I'm not going to hurt myself when I fall from the very top of this. And we practice falling and, um, and he encouraged me. I could see how he, he's a teacher. And so it makes me help teach him better too. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's, you know, yeah, it's we just talked like about it for days after that, she was like, Oh 
oh my god I like the way you teach or like how patient you were and mm-hmm. I think it was a good bonding experience because like she I'm said I'm really impatient it's like okay <laughs> now, now I can see how the way he teaches because that I that's what that was another reason I was driven to do this be, having zero experiences I love to teach climbing especially rock climbing I really love to teach it but at the same time I love to learn because rock climbing is a you're constant it's like yoga uh, rock climbing it's a, it's a practice you're constantly practicing it even coffee like her with her drinks and her, the menu she's constantly thinking of new things innovative and everything you know she. I, I actually laugh on the guy because I'm like, God, she's kind of hard on herself. She's like, she, even though she creates this great drink, she, I love it because she's like, I know I can do better. There, <laughs> there's a no, this drink's great, but I want to do something that's going to blow this thing out of the water. <laughs> and, and I love that, you know. I like to see that in people. That's you know? really cool. I love just how you guys balance each other out. That's really cool that you guys come from two different backgrounds and you came to create this the space and kind of like what you're saying that she creates very unique drinks and I know that you said that a lot of the drinks are based and inspired by your travels and since we got to hear his story about kind of like a creation that he made let's I would love to hear like some of yours and kind of like where all that inspiration comes from because I know you've traveled quite a bit right yeah definitely um well one thing I have to mention that I think is like super important about why I am where I am today is um like I've been sober for almost five years and that like used to really hold me back from actually being successful and when I did, I started traveling. So I, I was like sober for like six months and decided, and I was turning 30. So I was like, I'm going to go to Bali all by myself for one whole month. And I had like, you know, we'll just say it was a crazy spiritual experience when I was there, just like finding myself, like this is who Danielle is. Um, but I had some like mind blowing beverages over there because they use, you know, turmeric, cacao, maca, lemongrass, sage, all these things that, like, why don't we use what comes from the earth in America? It's, like, really rare that we see these things or use them or infuse them. Like, the um, coffee's so bland here in this, in the way of, like, milk and espresso. And, like, I like the roasters here because they get really creative with, like, their roast profiles and farms, but what about the ingredients that also goes in it that can still make the coffee shine? And, um, so I got super inspired when I was there and I came back and I asked the lady I was working for at the time, can I make a pop-up coffee shop like at nighttime here every Friday, Saturday night? Like I have this drink menu I want to try out. I went to like all the local markets in San Diego and I bought like turmeric, I bought cacao, I bought, I bought the weirdest stuff I could come up with. And I just started like a mad scientist in my house coming up with all these drinks and, um, so what I did was I took all my friends who were like artists and musicians and took my drink menu and called it Wonderlust. And for eight months solid, we did um, a pop-up and people were like, these drinks are incredible. They're amazing. And, um, and then from there, I was able to open up two more coffee shops with that menu I had created. Um, and basically, it was part of my healing too. Like, turmeric it was like I had back problems it was helping with inflammation um to start reducing sugar in my diet instead of doing mocha powder using cacao and then getting people like you don't have to have like mocha powder with all the sugar like I can make you an amazing drink with cacao which is raw chocolate and add some natural sweetener or the way that what milk we decide to use and people are like wow like this is healthy for me and really good and I don't need all the sugar and you can taste the coffee in it 
And so it's just something, a way to be creative and use things that people don't normally see. In San Diego, it's a lot, like becoming more prevalent, but definitely I wouldn't say like in all the states. And so I kind of was proud to create something that was really different in San Diego at the time because this was almost five years ago that, that I started doing this. So it's kind of cool now to see some of these drinks popping up on menus everywhere. And I'm like, you know, not that it was inspired by me, but that it's cut, like it, people are traveling and bringing it back and, and like realizing like food and health can change, like, you know, completely change the way our mood and, you know, all the, all these things. Yeah, absolutely. So, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I love that you guys kind of both focus on wellness in your own ways. Mm -hmm. What are some tips and like, kind of like what you said, like turmeric is great for inflammation. Like what are some things that we can take away from just kind of like hearing from you specifically? Because I, for one, am always trying to work on my mental, physical, and spiritual health, but it's always a journey to get there, right? So I love to hear some like some of your personal like tips on how to really take care of yourself, whether that is physically, mentally, spiritually. Well, um, I can start off and I have to say is I'm a huge advocate for LaCroix water. (laughs) I have to throw it out there. Everybody knows me. I always am crushing the can. (laughs) I call it LaCroix. I'm not sure, but um, sometimes they make Brian go across the street to get a 12 pack. (laughs) It's good. Start the day off with a curry, put a smile on your face. No, um, I think like it's super important is, yeah, I mean, um, for me is what I consume in my body. I start off with is, um, you know, having water and then the coffee intake. A lot of baristas and people in the industry were drinking so much coffee and it it messes with your adrenals. And if you don't know what your adrenals are, it can mess up. um, And basically it's like causing fatigue in you or you're working long shifts and you're drinking more coffee, not enough water, and there's different herbs for that. So there's like um, different teas that we can drink um, for your adrenals, for your liver, for for um, your thyroid. All um, basically that will help offset coffee. So I think it's important to drink water to to limit your coffee intake for sure, and um, also like listening to your body. If you are feeling like you're standing on your feet all day, there's instead of just taking tons of ibuprofen, like um, turmeric, cinnamon, cayenne pepper, all those different things that reduce inflammation, and then just doing your own research. And like, if you are listening to what your body's telling you, if you're fatigued and or your weight, you know, up, what are ways that you can balance all those things out? Because also, when you have too much coffee, your mind's racing, and then you can get really irritated. You know, it's like, are you eating? Are you drinking? What are you, if you're having sugar and caffeine, you're going to spike up really high and then come down really low. So I think it's important to have that healthy, like I used to do that, right? And I'd go home and take a nap all day, wake up and then go back to bed because I would just be so exhausted from the amount of sugar and caffeine that I was eating. Now it's like with, you know, drinking the right amounts of water and caffeine and, and taking care of my back via like natural substances. And I feel so much better. And I don't, you know, wake up with like a caffeine hangover or a sugar hangover. So that like really works for me is drinking black coffee and like, and then having all natural superfoods like maca or cacao to help with, you know, however I'm feeling for the day, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the one thing, um, what really drove me actually to be really mindful against health was rock climbing. I owe a lot to it. Um, there was one thing that, 
back in the day when I started, it was friends would call me up, hey, let's go out partying for the weekend or it's Friday night. And I would turn them down and say, I'm going climbing tomorrow. And then it, it really changed very quickly for me to be really mindful in, in, in what I put in my body because I knew I needed that really sustained energy to climb all day or get that. Some climbs have like long approaches and it just, you, you know, you can't climb me with a beer belly. Not, not the best thing, you know, for you. And just, it, it changed over some years as I especially did a lot of research um, on inflammation because rock climbing is very hard on the tendons and muscles and everything. Um, or even like Danielle said, being a barista, like people that have jobs where you're on your feet all day moving, that's hard on your body. Um, so things like turmeric and the cayenne and drinking plenty of water, really really stand out really really were, were important to me um and that was another thing i was driven to when danielle when i saw that wonderless menu i was like oh my god that is brilliant like it's not all about just coming in and i want my four shot latte you know yeah that works but it only works for so long um because you know coffee you get a tolerance but uh but to come in there and get not only that a great coffee drink but to also add it in with a acai bowl with just amazing ingredients or, or a, a amazing wellness drink to go along with it that's a, it's amazing you know that's it just really stood out and 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 still to this day i i practice that every day um one of the things that um i guess i would you kind of ask to what you would do or to let people know is sugar is I mean, if you do any of your research, it's pretty cut and dry. Sugar, cancer feeds off of sugar, glucose. So the, the, the less you intake, the more healthy you'll be. Like cacao versus chocolate, you know, sweetened chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you still got to splurge hard. once in a while. It's okay. That's what it was amazing. Like macadamia nut milk. That's why I was so blown away when she made me that latte. I was like... So did you add a sweetener? She's like, there's no sugar in it. And it's, and it's, and then some other, like she would make these things with cacao and everything. She's like, so there's no sugar in that. I'm like, really? I was like blown away. Like really some can taste, I'm, I've never had a big sweet tooth, but you know, I was like blown away that this thing didn't have like, oh, it has like three packets of raw sugar in it. No, there was none. And I, that's, that's super cool. You know, that's. And I, that's what I, you know, that's one of the things with Altrea that is really inspiring to do this and, and that hopefully we can put that into people's journey and, and make them come in and, and try these drinks and go, wow, this has no sugar and it's super, look at all the benefits for it. And maybe on their journey, they will think about what they put in their body. I love that. Oh man, I'm taking away like so many great tips for myself. I'm just like taking mental notes. Um, since Ultrea means kind of like journey onward, where have been like your favorite travels and like adventures? Like for you, I'm sure it has to do around rock climbing, maybe? Yeah, I've climbed all over. I have not been out of the country, but I've been all over, you know, most of the kind of the Western United States. I've climbed everywhere from Hawaii. Oh, yeah, I climbed right in Waimea Bay there. You're probably familiar with that. Um, to places in Mexico. Um, but I've been mostly a local climber here in San Diego, a really big um, activist, so to say, in the local climbing community. 
Um, I've been in San Diego, climbing in San Diego for 20, going on almost 23 years. Um, like about t a little over 10, 12 years, about 12 years ago, um, formed a, a nonprofit called Ally Climbers of San Diego, which is a nonprofit for, um, we raise and generate money for access to the local climbing areas. So um, one of my things is just, even though some of the climbing is just only an hour away or as close as a half an hour away or even closer I can go to in San Diego, it's still that journey I love. But to me, I mean, just if I'm journeying, going climbing, that's all it takes for me. <laughs> um, it's hard to say, but I, I mean, I had the opportunity growing up to travel around the United States as a kid. Our parents took us on road trip or my parents took me on road trips. Um, but I have to say, in the States, Yosemite Valley is the most amazing, and Brian, I think, share that in common a lot. Um, I used to live in Mammoth, so I've done some through hikes there, but is, you know, I've lived in Mexico for eight months before, and then Bali a couple times in Thailand, but I think I would say Bali, because I really went by myself into the unknown, you know, train to LA, 24-hour plane ride, you know, to Bali, getting off and having no idea where I am in the middle of the night and then waking up to the most beautiful rice fields I've ever seen and like being like, okay, you know, there's just something special about arriving somewhere that you know nobody and nobody knows you. And um, I think that like Bali will hold a special place in my heart. And, and I think a lot of my inspiration in life came, came from that people are so kind, so nice. It is westernized, but at the same time, um, very creative community over there. It's about as creative as it gets, I think, when it comes to, like, the vegan food scene is amazing over there, too. Um, they're, like, I, I always say, like, five years ahead of California, even, <laughs> which is a pretty, you know, we're pretty up there. Yeah. So. I love that. That's really cool. I think we're getting close to wrapping up, but I would love to hear kind of, like, a piece of advice from each of you for anyone who wants to pursue either opening up a coffee shop, starting their own business, and just, you know, whether that looks like someone who wants to start rock climbing or someone who wants to open up a coffee shop um, or even start in the coffee industry, I think you are both equally creative in your own way and really have some unique things to offer, not only for this shop, but for the community. And I would love to hear that advice. And also, I'm sure the listeners would love to hear as well. Yeah. Well, I'm a huge advocate for business owners working, like you should have worked in the industry or work in the industry once you learn it um, or team up with somebody who's worked in the industry. Um, getting people love to say, I want to get into the coffee industry. And I'm like, mm, well, like, have you ever worked at, I love, like, I, I know some of the kids that own the coffee shops in San Diego, like Will at Scrimshaw, right? Like he has worked the floor. He's been a barista and now he's an owner. Like he knows the industry in and out. So I would say like it's super important if you want to get into this industry that it's the nitty gritty. Like you've swept and mopped all the floors and done all the dishes and made all the drinks and rung people up and like you know know it in and out because it's not um, it's not as easy as, as people think it is. Or team up with somebody who is. And if you want to get into the industry, I think it's really important to also or if you are, are a barista or manager, stick up for yourself and really know that you are doing important work, that you're not just a barista, that um, 
you're dealing with hundreds of people a day and you're like loving on them and you're giving out energy and you're making them drinks and that you are super valued in this industry that if you're passionate about this industry that you are valued and if you don't feel valued at a certain shop you will at another shop and I think sometimes breezes don't always always feel that way you know or like service industry people that and the end goal can be owning your own coffee shop you don't have to work for somebody in coffee the rest of your life like you can do like I know because I'm living proof I thought like what in April that I was probably stuck working for someone else which there's nothing wrong with that but uh, there's something special about creating your own thing and then it's really special to bring someone alongside you and, and teach them that as well and and learn from them um, but yeah every goal is attainable and it's just aligning yourself with the right people. And also, I think things happen in time. Like, um, I'm 33, and it's like, I wanted to own a coffee shop at 23. Well, like, thank God I didn't, because, like, I was a know-it-all. I, like, did this, this, and this. And, like, I wouldn't have wanted to sweep the floors or mop or clean the bathroom. Like, I would have, you know. And so I think it's super important that, like, you stay humble, too, and, like, let things organically work. And if you're trying too hard the time's probably not right. Like you may need to like learn a little bit more. And hey, if you have the money to just go and open up a big grand coffee shop, that's really great too. But there's something about the character integrity of the nitty gritty of coming up with the money and like painting yourself and all that, that makes it really special too. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd say to go off of that would be um, do your research. You know, like if you're really passionate about it, because it does sound easy. Like when I first, like when I first, I remember just one time going into where Daniel was first working and I, you know, we were already friends and we were hanging out and I think probably, it was probably the first time I mentioned it to her. Um, it was before I opened up my first business and I, I remember mentioning, oh, coffee job. It, I think back now sitting here, it sounded so easy, like, a coffee shop she look at her back there she just slays it like I just watched 25 people come through the door and she's like no problem they're just like this looks easy but no it is not you know especially coming from me I'm saying this from just my short experience so far here it's it's I mean I've been challenged in rock climbing this is like blowing a lot of that out of the water it's very very challenging but I like the challenge because like I said I like to learn and especially, you know, being taught by somebody so passionate as Danielle um, and so skillful, um, that just makes me love it even more. And especially just, and the way it's been organically going, you know, it's, it's been really good. But research was everything. I mean, like right when we first talked about doing Altrea, um, the first thing I did is, um, I remember I told her, she's like, well, what do you think I need to do? And um, I go, well, research like business as far as like business plans and all, you know, that side of the business that she was more unfamiliar with. And me, I had, I had familiarity with that. Me, I immediately was like, I already knew without her asking me what to do. I'm like, I need to know like how to run a coffee shop. Like, what does it take? You know, what is all, like how much are the machines worth? How much is like, what is coffee per pound is, how do you, how do you pour a latte? So I was like on YouTube and research into hours in the night. Um, and I think that really helped me. Um, even though I still have lots to learn, but I would say to anybody like research, it's, it's not what it is. Even for people like, like how Danielle said, like you could have, a ton of money and just open it up yes i would be it would be great in a perfect world if that just 
great, you're open and everybody loves it and you fill all the seats and you're, everything's great, but, but um, there's something special about doing it kind of this way or more of an organically way um, doing it. Like how she said, like sweet, everything from sweeping the floors to, to knowing how to pour a nice latte and, 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 and then even expanding on like creating drinks and that kind of stuff. I think that holds a lot of value. I look, even when I go out, I really support small businesses. And when I see, go in there and all of a sudden I'm like, somebody might tell me or, or the person behind the counter goes, oh yeah, I'm one of the owners that I like that. You know, it, it holds a lot of value in it, you know, versus, you know, I'll support, I've been to small businesses and, you know, the, the, the um, business owners are totally hands off. Yeah, their product and everything, I, I'm like them, I'll still support them, but there's that little bit of me that goes, man, I, would, I think I would love them even more if they're like, you know, you almost like you want to be their friend or like, you know, but um, there's, there's a lot of successful small businesses out there that do well. Maybe they did their research like I'm talking about and they said, hey, I'm creating this space or whatever it might be and it does well, that's great. But that goes back to what I'm saying, like do your research, definitely. Mm-hmm. I see. I think one of the biggest differences is I had experience at that, so that that would go back to the challenge of this not having the experience. And I think it's selling basically rock climbing and yoga is a little different sell because it's especially because you're selling a lot to like people that have never done it before. So imagine people coming in here that like most of your customer, like 70% of our customers coming in, I've never tried coffee before. <laughs> that would be challenging, right? Yeah. Like you're like, hmm, like is this person even like, like a drip, right? You know, you'd be just like, what do I like? Well, here, try this, try the coffee black. They'd probably spit it out. Uh-huh. So you'd probably have to like put a ton of sugar in it, a ton of yeah. milk in it and basically serve them like a Denny's coffee or something, so to say, mm-hmm. you know, I, or I don't know, just like a coffee, it would be challenging, so that, that would be the biggest difference, um, one of the things with coffee, you, we're, you're kind of serving addicts in a way, so, you know, people really love coffee and are just like, are really, and then there's a lot, especially in San Diego, the scene, um, when I started to do my research, and just over these years of knowing Danielle and her amazing drinks, is like, how passionate people are about this, about coffee, and, and wellness drinks, it's, it's really, I like that. It really attracted me that much more of doing this. That is yeah. amazing. I love it. You guys have been so great. Thank you. Thank I think you. just to end it on, a, on another note is every, every podcast I ask, if you could have coffee with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be and why? That's a tricky one. Yeah. Aaron answered Oprah. I was going to answer Oprah, but then (laughs) I was thinking, I I would say my girlfriend. I know that's really cheesy, but I like having coffee with her. (laughs) That's so sweet. Um, I would say, you said dead or alive? Yeah. I would say it it would be my... um, good friend beaver he was the founder of prana clothing he is Mm. like my mentor um i probably wouldn't be actually here today in this business without him really really yeah i met him 
many years ago um, through another mutual friend um, and climbed with them and everything. And, and then he just is just so just the way he started his whole story of how he started Prana clothing out of his garage and everything. And then when I went to start my climbing gym grotto, he he took me under his he took me and my partner under his wing and even me especially because I was really close to him and would go out climbing with him and I would always pick his brain and I he could, I could call him at any time there was times when he would be hey if you have any questions call me and the guy is just amazing um I don't know if he actually drinks coffee but you can I, guess, I guess we're pretty humble we're like no one's super famous we keep it in the fam I guess we're just kind of, we are like kind of sweet like that. That's, that's really cool because a lot of people do either aim really, really high and go like for like the super famous people. And like you are actually, I think the first two, right? That answered just people in your lives already. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. I think, yeah, we, we love the people in our lives. I love it. And I get well, to have coffee with Danielle like every morning. Every day. Aww. It's pretty special. That, that is pretty special. <laughs> like uh, there was a couple day, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was doing some projects at my house. Uh-huh. And it was like two days went by and um, I had to fend for myself. So he missed say. me. He and when I came me. in, I'm like, Danielle, I missed coming in and like having our coffee and, and talking with you. And because we get pumped up in the morning. Cause, yeah. Like I love her. She gets all zen out. And then once she gets in the groove, man, it's like watch out <laughs> that is <True>. so awesome <laughs> you guys have such a special partnership and it's uh, really great to see in person thank and you i hope anyone who's listening will visit ultrea and again i would love for you guys to kind of let them know where to follow you guys where to find you and how they could come and visit awesome well we are on instagram at ultrea underscore coffee on instagram and then also facebook at ultrea coffee and tea and then we are um, on the corner of El Cajon and College, 4653 College Avenue. Um, and then I think that's all. Otherwise, like, I think that the type of place we are, you're just going to organically appear in front of us and be like, oh, my God, <laughs> here I am. Yep. <laughs> yeah, hopefully on your journey, you'll yeah. pass through yeah. Australia. Yeah, Aww. if it's meant to be. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you guys yeah. again for being on the podcast. Yeah. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We will catch you again on the next episode. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Cool.